in love, God has healed you. Ah, at last. Oh, we've had some days where God has been speaking to us in a deep and profound way and really requiring a deep and profound response from us. Now this is what we want. We want to be healed. Beloved, what I was talking to you about yesterday and the day before about the holiness and the revival that God wants in our lives, this is the healing that God wants in your life. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He wants to heal physical needs and, uh, and emotional needs and so on. But you see, the point is this, that what Jesus accomplished on the cross was not just healing of diseases and sicknesses, but the healing of you as a person, the healing of your life. You see, God loves you. He does, doesn't just love a part of you that got sick and needs to be healed. He loves you, spirit, soul, body, all that you are. He loves. He has loved. He has demonstrated that love by all that he has done for you. So now, beloved, he is taking you through a whole process of healing. Every day of this time of prayer and fasting, if you have been following these messages and responding to the Lord, God has been healing you. He's been healing you as a person. He's been setting you free from negative things. He has been pouring his positive life into you. You are now different. If you've been, if you've been going through uh, these devotions day by day, you are different now than you were when you started. That's because of the healing, transforming work that God has been doing within you. I've seen so many people healed of physical diseases. I've, I've seen in times of revival where we knew that every person we prayed for was going to be healed. There was absolutely no doubt. We knew that those people would be healed, would be healed. But let me tell you the context in which that happened. It happened in revival because people were surrendering their lives to God in the wholehearted manner in which I've been speaking these last few days. You see, when we surrender ourselves wholeheartedly to the Lord, we give ourselves into his hands and those are healing hands. Believers will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That's a great promise that we're given in the word of God. But what happens if those hands are the hands of Jesus himself? Why? Because we're, we're, we're so surrendered, we're, we're, we're so close to him, in such close fellowship with him because this is the desire of our hearts to be one with him and to live at one with him, to live in his love, to live by faith, to, to live by hope. Everything positive in our expectations. What happens then? Don't you think that as we draw near to him, it's his hand that is laid upon us? Or whether somebody else lays hands on us physically or not is hardly the point. God can do that by using a person's hands just to be a point of contact with him. But the point is the healing isn't in that person's hands. The healing is in Jesus. 
And you see, what God wants to do is to make us whole. Now, during this time of lockdown, we can't lay hands on one another. That shouldn't actually make any difference to what is happening in relation to the way in which God is, is healing his people. Oh, Pastor Clive and others sometimes get words of knowledge about healing. That, that is one way in which God can, can encourage our faith to believe that at that moment specific healings are taking place. But, you know, we're not dependent upon words of knowledge. It isn't that every time, you know, we come together, you're hoping that your disease will be mentioned or that God will have something to say about your particular circumstances. No, no, no. We are looking to the Lord. We're not looking to the meeting. We're not looking to somebody else who is, is ministering in the name of the Lord. God will use all those things. But no, our dependence, our faith is in the Lord himself. Now, of course, you will never be healed if you don't believe that God wants to heal you. Now, you know he is able to heal you. You know nothing is impossible to God, with God. But you see, what we so often do is to focus on the disease instead of focusing on the Lord and saying, Lord, heal me from the disease. But Lord, heal me. Now, part of that healing that God does in our lives is to ensure that we are being merciful to others because every work of healing, every act of healing that God does in our lives is an act of his mercy, an act of his grace. God's giving to us what we don't deserve, what we could never earn, what we could never achieve for ourselves. It's a gift of his love, a gift of his mercy, a gift of his grace. But he says that if God is to be merciful to us, then we have to be merciful to others. And one of the... Um, one of the, the, the main hindrances to that is that people sometimes are not really being merciful to others, so they're not able, therefore, to receive from God. At one of the meetings where I was ministering, uh, there was a woman who was in the advanced stages of multiple sclerosis. She was a, in, in a wheelchair. And I heard uh, about what happened to her uh, after the meeting, that during the time of response, uh, after the word, and I'd been speaking about how important it was for us to forgive others, I led people through a time of forgiving others who had hurt them or, or wounded them in any, in any way. And this woman realised that there was a particular person that she had never forgiven. And so she forgave that person and as soon as she forgave that person, the Lord said, stand up. Now, normally she wouldn't have been able to do that, but she just stood up, totally healed. Uh, you see, God had wanted to heal her probably all the time that she and others had been praying for her healing. But it was that lack of forgiveness that was preventing the healing from taking place. This just shows, you see, that what God is concerned about is not just the disease. He's concerned about the person. He was concerned about this, this woman, that he wanted her to live in complete freedom. He wanted to heal her spiritually as well as physically. So it's very important for us, even when we uh, are wanting healing of a physical need, to confess our sins, to make sure that we're forgiven for all our sins. Because, you know, when you call for the elders of the church, they have to confess their sins one to another. And then the prayer of faith will raise a sick man from his bed. That's what the word of God says in James. 
that forgiveness is so important. It's, it's another part of the healing, you see. But then also, of course, we are to forgive others. So you can be sure, my dear beloved friend, that God not only can heal you, wants to heal you, is healing you, that as you participate in your response to the word of God day by day, healing is happening in your life. God is healing you. And you see, what happens is faith, the more God deals with the negative things, the more faith rises up within us. And the more our expectation grows, the more our confidence grows. And then we expect God to deal not only with the other issues, but also with the physical issues. What God desires for you is complete healing of spirit, of soul, of body, of every aspect of your life. But don't isolate just one part of your life, a physical need that you want him to deal with. No, let your prayer be, Lord, heal me and make me someone that can take your healing mercy and grace into the lives of other people, not just to see people healed of diseases, but to see their lives healed, that they will be made one with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com. 